0: all right welcome back episode 205 of two drunk brothers podcast we sent it last week it is just anything tonight so what is crack like oh we're doing nfc afc north preview by the way so if you don't care sorry here we Amen. are what's going on
1: Uh you know um sorry i gotta not much i got to, just got a text from one of my employees so um because i did unfortunately tell all of them yesterday that i am leaving um so it was a it was a sad moment some yeah! of them <laughs> for us very very exciting for them not so much um, were they sad yeah it was well it was man it was like a, i had to do it over zoom because most of them are home for the summer um so it's not like i could call an in-person meeting and i mean it was fucking crickets and i don't blame them because they hear that news they think they're just joining a meeting to get some updates for the summer and it's like hey peace out see you you know never um so they were just like <laughs> in shock and i felt so bad but some of them couldn't make the meeting and of course one of my staff I, I mean i can't blame them but we have a group chat for all of our staff to like you know communicate drop shift pick up shifts whatever group me and um one of them just put in there the meme of jennifer lawrence you know when she's eating the wings and she's like what do you mean what do you mean um and they captioned. they were like when ethan tells us he's leaving and one of them who didn't come to the meeting was like wait what and i was like fuck i was i was gonna tell all of them tomorrow through an email since they didn't show up so they at least got it from me and now they're just getting it from the abyss <laughs> so now i gotta they text me and i'm like i gotta now i gotta explain myself but anyways um side story but doing good otherwise um Excited to talk about these divisions tonight. Like Travis said, AFC, NFC North, there's a division, obviously, that in particular I am most excited to talk about. But I think the AFC North is uh, an interesting division this year anyways. It's crazy
0: because we're talking about possibly maybe one of, if not the best divisions in football, which I think is the AFC North. And then – I mean, flip very side. competitive with with maybe a couple others, but very, very good. And then you got flip-side NFC North, which are just going to be a bloodbath. They're probably just teams beating the piss out of each other and not looking yep. like a team. A bunch of
1: pretty simple. average contenders. teams. Somebody's going to come out zero, of the playoffs
0: and get ran Zero over. Super Bowl contenders in the NFC North, but I'm going to say that right now.
1: But I think with the right additions, and I don't want to jump ahead of myself, but with the right additions, the Lions could be. They're the only ones that I think have any shot, in hell, but it's really going to depend on one guy. And I think we can talk about that in a little bit. So,
0: Yeah. That'll be the second division we get to. We are going to just like last week, start off the AFC North. So we'll just dive on into things. Uh Ethan's drinking wine. I got some Ronas. Let's dive into it. AFC North. We'll start off with the best team in the AFC North last year, which was the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's dive into key subtractions. If I miss some key subtractions and additions, I went back and noticed that I did last, last week, I didn't dive into every single team's depth chart and see the tiniest person that they added or subtracted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ESPN is telling me this. I'm forwarding it to you, so you don't have to go look it up. You're getting it verbally instead of visually. So, subtractions for the Cincinnati Bengals are Jesse Bates, Hayden Hurst, Von Bell, two safeties and a tight end. They added Orlando Brown, much needed, Nick Scott, safety, Cody Ford, offensive lineman. And then in the draft, they got Miles Murphy, defensive end from Clemson, DJ Turner, a corner from Michigan, and Jordan Battle, safety from Bama. Uh, overall, I think they lost some safety help. They replaced him with Nick Scott. Got a little bit of draft help because I think Jordan Battle was a good pick. Lots of young talent backing up the secondary. Um, they adra- addressed a massive need with Orlando Brown at left tackle. I'm going to give their offseason grade a B B+. Um yeah it's hard to, thing- it's hard to get it's hard to have an amazing offseason when you're a team that's really good already
1: very true and also um one more key loss because I and like you just said you're not going to get all of them but I do have one other one here unless I have something that's outdated but Eli Apple um whether or not you want to call it a key loss he, he was gone in free agency so he wasn't necessarily like not re- or not extended or anything like that but he they did lose Eli Apple as well so a lot of secondary pieces um, no longer. Right, in again, that. key key losses. <laughs> exactly. That's why I said I don't uh, know. If we can, we can call it a key loss. We can call it. You know, I feel what like it Eli
0: is. Apple was had a good season that year. They lost in the Super Bowl, and then last year he was just not. Fried the, a shell Fucking of himself. Yeah, he was what he was before he got to Cincinnati, which was trash. Um, but I gave him a B plus. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I I like the. Like I said, the additions, the big one for me is Orlando Brown. I think you, if you continue, I mean, two years ago we were talking, right? Like the biggest thing that the Bengals needed was to proje- protect Joe Burrow. And then they went out and they drafted Jamar Chase. Ended up hindsight, obviously being a really good pick. Um, but now, they're, also adding, <laughs> fair. Um, now they are adding more pieces to kind of bolster that line and make sure that he is protected. I think that's the the biggest standout point for me. Um, I gave him an A minus. Um, I think that and like I said last week, I'm trying not to be too generous on my ratings, um, because we have thirty-two teams to go through and this is only two
0: yeah. But 10 for you points. gotta you gotta take into consideration the team. Like they can't they're not gonna have like you know, a B minus offseason whenever there's not really right. a whole lot. What are you gonna get mad at them? They didn't go out and get, you know, the best of the best of the the Positions they needed, no, because they can't afford to pay those people with what i mean. Have. Hey man, they so, lost to maje P. Ryan. Come on. Exactly. Big big loss. But they man, I mean they have basically the same offense, a little bit bolstered the offensive line. And then defensive wise, I mean, yeah, they lost some some pretty big pieces, but I mean yep. replacing them with some uh young guys and not i'm not too bad. I'm
1: with you too. I love the Jordan battle pick. I think I think that's gonna be really yeah. good in hindsight especially in that division of um, I, I, I say that, but Deshaun Watson, Kenny Pickett probably going to throw the ball a lot. I don't know about Lamar Jackson, unless they're really we'll, going to focus
0: on. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I think too, these, so they're, what I said, like their young talent, which is backing up in the secondary is DJ Turner. their at least second round pick out of Michigan, Jordan battle and Mike Hilton. Those are all guys who are going to get second string reps. So it's not like they're going to be out there, you know, three downs, yeah. two, three downs at like every, every play. So uh, without that being said, what do you have their record prediction? I'm going to pull up draft Kings.
1: Let me, um, cause I'm going to be honest with you. I think this is the one thing I didn't do. I completely forgot to look at their record prediction, but I'll run through it real, real fast. Um, and I can say it out loud if you want to. Bing
0: bong bong, you're fired, Ed.
1: <laughs> but they got, Browns on the road to open the season. Um, That'll be a good game. Ravens. it will be. I think their first two games are going to be good games. Then they got the Ravens at home. Um, I, we can call that a split, maybe. I think that they could split those. I think they beat the Rams at home. I think they beat the Titans on the road. If anybody says that DeAndre Hopkins made the Titans any more competitive, they're lying to themselves. Sorry, Lucas. Um, <laughs> they're going to beat the Cardinals on the road. They're going to beat the Seahawks. Eh, might be a good game, but they're at home. So beat the Seahawks at home. Niners on the road. And by the way, right now, that means I have them at five and one, six and one, five and one, five and one going into an, a road matchup with the Niners.
0: Thoughts? You can give, oh, uh, we'll, we'll give them a loss and we'll give them a loss against the Bills. You got them yeah. at five and three, uh, six win against three. the Texans. Uh, we'll say a loss against the Ravens the win game at game home game against game. the Steelers. Yep. Well, we're, again, we're going to be generous. We'll give them a loss against the Jags at, on the road. Monday night as well. We got, yeah, but then you've got uh, home against the Colts. That's a win. Yep. What is that? Seven or eight? Should be... Seven. Eight. Eight. Uh, home against the Vikings. I'll give them a win. Nine. At the Steelers... Um, we said the, we said they split the Steelers and Ravens earlier, so mm-hmm. we'll split them again. I'll yep. give them ten, and we give them away at the Chiefs, and then home against the Browns. So theoretically, we just gave them eleven. I had them at twelve and five. Yep,
1: and I and again, a lot of those are flip flop too. We saw it split each one of those games against the Steelers and Ravens. Um, they could win theoretically they could sweep either of those teams so it's it's like it's not out of the question to sweep the Steelers I know people are super high on the Steelers I'm not um
0: but. also gave them losses against the Jags uh, at home against yep. the Bills away against yep. the Niners um so you know you never know what could happen i at 12 and 5 they're over under 11 and a half <sighs>
1: something I'm gonna stay away from that is that's Vegas hitting it right on the nose. Um, it is.
0: Um, the over is plus 110, so you get a little bit of value. I would lean small on that if there were a play. But again, not a whole lot of value. 10 and a half, and a half, I'd hammer it. Eleven and a half, yep. don't love it. Um, all right, on to the next team, which is the Baltimore Ravens. Key subtractions, Calais Campbell, Ben Powers, offensive lineman, and Chuck Clark. Additions, they had an OBJ. Roquan Smith, Rocky Sin, um, in the draft, the only notable addition that I could see being stepping in outside of like a big surprise is a Flowers, wide receiver from Boston College. So two wide receivers and linebacker, cornerback, pretty good, pretty good additions. But they also lost some pretty big names on the flip side. Um, yeah, I like additions of Roquan Smith and Rocky Sin. I mean, Flowers and OBJ. We all know that. Lamar Jackson has needed somebody to throw to for quite some time, but yep. we'll see what he can do with that. I don't know. We'll finally find out like if the, if it was talent or if it was just kind of an offensive scheme fit, I do have major doubts in their backfield and their defensive line. So I'm going with the off season grade of a B minus. All
1: right. We're kind of keeping the trend here because I gave them a B. So slightly one step. Very above close. What you were at. Very yeah. Close. Um, yeah, I—I I mean, their backfield scares me every single year, and I—one, it's because it can't stay healthy. Um, I'm just not a two, big
0: truther of J.K. Dobbins.
1: Same, and well, it's because he hasn't proven himself yet. He's—he's I mean, he's good sometimes when he's on the field, but he can't stay healthy. He's not consistent. Um, part of that is because of injury, but I—I just—I want to see more, and we haven't seen it yet. And there's so many question marks because of how many people they've had in their backfield over the last three to four years it seems like it's always a rotation of guys even if there's a staple guy like jk dobbins who's been there for a couple years now it's still three or four different guys who are roaming through there and then also um you got lamar back but i know that i've been told or not been told i've heard over the radio and stuff that they're wanting to focus more on passing this year whatever that means um so what what does that do to their backfield what does that do to lamar's capabilities as a runner out of the backfield as well so
0: yeah I mean it's tough I, I i mean they didn't lose a whole lot they added much i think they got they might have gotten like slightly better but it all just depends on how that those wide receivers fit with Lamar uh, I mean they definitely added some good pieces on defense don't get me wrong so without that being said again let's run through their schedule so week one maybe if it'll load for me It's a win against the Texans. Win against Um, the Texans. You got week two. We'll give them a loss against the Bengals. We split it initially, so we'll call it a loss.
1: Um, I think they win against the Colts at home.
0: We'll give them a loss. I think they could
1: lose to the Browns on the road. Yep. Uh, We got to go
0: at – we're going at – like the games that they could lose – Realistically, we're going to give them a loss, so we'll give them a loss yeah. against the Steelers. Then we'll say they beat the Titans.
1: We're at three and three. That's also in London.
0: Yes, or is it, is it in Germany? Okay, it's in London. And then we will, um, we'll give them a win at home against the Lions. We'll give them a win on the road against the Cardinals. We'll give them a win Five at three. home against the Seahawks. Six and three. We'll give them a win again on at home against the Browns. Seven and three. Uh, here is they go on a streak of tough games, but we got to give them to them just because they're at home. We'll give them a win at home against the Bengals because they lost the first one. Yep. Uh, but then they lose against the Chargers, yeah, on the road. Win at home against the Rams. We will give them a loss on the road against the 49ers. We'll give them a loss or loss on the road against the Jaguars, a loss on the road against the 49ers. Um, Tough
1: game week 17.
0: Very tough game week 17 against the Finns at home. Uh, where are they at right now? We got them at nine and six.
1: I think they just split the last two,
0: honestly. All right. We'll give them a win and we'll give them a loss. So right now we have them at 10 and seven. Again, one short of mine. I had them at 11 and six when I first went through it.
1: And then their over under is? Do you know?
0: Yes, so there it's split again. Like I said last week, like it jumps from nine and a half to eleven and a half. Uh, so mm. like ten and a half is really the sweet spot. Uh, over of nine and a half is minus one seventy. Isn't great value, but there is value there for sure at nine and a half. Yep. Uh, and then over eleven and a half is plus one eighty. So I like I love the over of nine and a half, but at minus one seventy, it's like that's not worth what four months.
1: <laughs> right. Yep. And I'm like we gave them losses on some games and again like you said, like we're gonna give them losses on games that they probably could lose but like I'm high on the Jags but that Jags game could be a win so then you give them one more win and suddenly they're at 11. If you
0: think about the night we on also the road, gave like, them we gave them lions at home. yeah Grant, I know the sure. Cardinals aren't gonna be good, but then you go to the Cardinals on the road, then you got Seahawks at home, Browns at home. Bengals at home like we gave those all all wins five weeks in a row that is true (laughs) a a so
1: i mean it could balance out then because we did have them lose the niners on the road and the jags on the road and those could be winnable games
0: so i think i mean i think they could very well win 12 games they could also very well win i mean their their floor is nine i think their ceilings 12
1: yep i think they're uh I was almost going to say their floor might be 10, but yeah, I think, I
0: think nine is more realistic. I'm saying like, yeah. I mean, if they have like a tough if schedule, they drop a game, so. they shouldn't their floor. Yep. Like they're definitely not going to lose more than or er, win less than nine games. So be the right game. 11 and six, Ethan, you say 10 and seven question yep. mark. I did either way over nine and a half. You wanted it, It's there. All right, let's move on. Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, key subtractions. They lost Cam Sutton corner. Miles Jack, linebacker. They added Patrick Peterson, Isaac Sumalo, Cole Holcomb, linebacker, Elaine Roberts, linebacker, Allen Robinson, wide receiver. In the draft, they had one of my favorite drafts of any team. Broderick Jones, offensive lineman, Joey Porter, corner, Keanu Benton, defensive tackle, and Darnell, Washington tight end. Um, I'll just roll into my offseason thoughts. And just the team as a general, I think they have a young offense, not a lot of veteran expertise, but I like what they're putting together over here in Pittsburgh. I think they could have worked on their offensive line a little more. I think it's been a little bit lacking the past couple of years. On their depth chart, I think it's weird that Broderick Jones isn't starting. I don't know if that's going to change, but I thought it was a little bit odd. The thing that I found that could add like a little bit of depth um, would be the linebacker. Uh, just the speed, like they have some old linebackers in there. Don't get me wrong. Landon Roberts is good, but he's getting a little bit old. Uh, but outside of that, I have him had a B minus, but their draft really took him from like a low seat to, a, to a B.
1: Yeah. So I, um, I told you I wasn't super high on the Steelers, but their off season, I gave them a B plus. And the reason I gave them a B plus is because of their draft specifically. You talked about how much you love their draft. The fact that they got, and I know this is just one guy, right? But the fact that they got Darnell Washington at 93 overall, when I thought he was going to be like a early second rounder, I think when we did our draft episode, that's right around where he probably would have gone after some of the other guys we had going off the board. Um, Somebody who I kind of wanted to see on the Packers, obviously we picked two other tight ends, and I'm not against the tight ends we have. But just a guy like that to get so late when you also got Broder Jones, Porter Jr. Um, I don't know a whole lot about keanu benton but um just just a slew of talent now the reason that i'm not super high on them this year after giving them such a good grade in the off season is because i think they have a lot of young talent and i think that that might take a year or so to really develop because kenny pickett's going into his second year but he's going to have a lot of young weapons around him um and i think that that could kind of hinder their performance on the field this year especially in the division that they're in and how talented this division is
0: Yeah, <clears throat> no, I, I agree. That's what I said. Like, I like the I like what they're putting together. Do I think that they are like contender going to shock the world? No, I don't. I mean, they won what last year? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And they won nine games last year. Uh, I don't know if they got better. I think nine. I think nine games last year for them was like a massive win. Uh,
1: yeah. It was, I mean, I was shocked they made it that. I mean, I know that the coach that they have, I think, is a big reason why they get to where they get. Um, the dude hasn't yeah. had a losing season in, what, 15 years or some stupid shit like that?
0: But Yeah, um, and Mike Tomlin's amazing. But, I mean, it's, it sucks that I gave them, like, I love their draft. I like what they're developing. They were 9-8 and last season, but my record for them this season, I had them again. Bef- I'll, I'll say it before we run into running yep. through the schedule. I had him at nine and eight. So with that being I'm said, ready. let's run into it. Leon, flipping through all yep. these tabs. My computer's fucking, <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not like that. All right. Whoa. I don't want to go to the Colts. <clears throat> all right. Steelers. We got home against the Niners. I think week one with the Niners given oh, their record, when that way. game. Home against the Browns. This is a tough on match on Monday up. night. On Monday night, um, I'll give it to the Steelers just because I think they're gritty.
1: Fair? You give them a win? You said?
0: Yeah, I think so. Cool. All um, right. Uh, but but then but we got to give them a loss. We we'll give them a loss to the Raiders. I don't think they're going to start three and zero. No, probably win, not. Win on the road against Houston. Uh, we gave him a win at home against Baltimore. I'll give him a win on the road against L.A. But this is where I'll give him a loss against Jacksonville. We can't give it a loss against every team that plays the Titans, so we'll give them a loss against the Titans. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Having beaten game. the Packers <laughs> at home. I would Losing say, to yeah, the probably. Browns at home. Losing to the Bengals. Oh, sorry, on the road. Losing to the Bengals on the road. Beat the Cardinals at home. Uh, we'll have them losing to the Patriots at home. We'll say that they beat the Colts on the road. Lose to the Bengals at home. Uh, lose to the Seahawks on the road. And yep. then we can have them. I mean, I don't think they're going to lose both games or. No, we already gave them the game against the Ravens, so we'll have them lose to the Ravens on the road to the season at 8-9. and nine. So, again, we, we're one game short on every <laughs> single one I went through. Yep. Of nine eight. Yeah. I had a
1: 9-8. Yeah, and I think um, we talk about that loss to the Seahawks after the home game. Um, anytime you got to fly all the way out to Seattle and how far away that is from an – you can call Cincinnati Midwest, East Coast. It's kind of in the middle there. Um that's a that's a hike. And so that's a very winnable game, but I think that the traveling after a home win like that, especially a tough game, right? You said the week before was the Ravens. <clears throat> or I don't remember who you said, but either way, it's it's it
0: we're, we're, the last two games, is that what you're talking about?
1: No, so the, the the game before the flight out to Seattle, and I also forgot for some reason that we were talking about the Steelers and the
0: Bengals. Home Pittsburgh. against the Bengals and then they fly that's out. Why. To Seattle. That's why Seattle. Yeah.
1: So you play a tough game like Cincinnati at home all the way out in Pittsburgh, and then you fly to Seattle the very next week. Um, I think that's why it's a losable game for sure. I mean, Seattle's tough too, but that makes it even yeah. more
0: losable. But, so um, we had them dropping the last three games, losing uh, to some pretty – I mean, it pro- might be all three playoff teams at that rate. Uh, to pretty much probably miss the playoffs at 8-9. Their win total, are you ready? 8 and a half, eight and a half <laughs> It is eight and a half. Yep. Over overs minus one fifty five. Again, I mean, we have nailed every single one of these on the head. Yeah. Like before.
1: I think the, the issue we're gonna run into is um, although I say this, but three of the four teams could very well be above five hundred. Like that's that's not out of the question in this division. No, so. it's not like and
0: I mean I had I ran through the schedule earlier today and I had a twelve and five, eleven and six, and nine and eight. Um I mean I've I think we could see we could maybe see all four, yep four teams all above five hundred. Yeah. I mean, I really do think so. So here we go. Let's go on into the Cleveland Browns. The key subtractions: Jonathan Johnson, uh, Greedy Williams, Jadavian Clowney. Good names. Additions: They yep. added Juan Thornhill, safety Elijah Moore, Dalvin Tomlinson, D tackle, and the draft. The two notable names. I'll give you one that's like the notable one that everyone would know. Uh, Cedric Tillman, uh, wide receiver at Tennessee, but I'll add one for you that I think could maybe be a piece if he gets some playing time. Isaiah McGuire, defensive end. Yeah, edge.
1: M.I.Z. Baby. <laughs> um,
0: hey, he was a stud. He was a stud at Missouri. Yep. He really was. So that's a good yep. pickup if he could actually get some playing time and turn it into something. Right now, I think he's like the third string linebacker, but you never know. Um, I think they lost some good pieces. Like I said, they're notable names, but. Well, to be honest, Greedy Williams never really amounted to, like, the name value that he was supposed to be. I remember he might have been in, like, the first mock draft that we did uh, for the podcast. Um, From a depth chart perspective, yeah. Yeah, He was in one of the first ones for sure. But from a depth chart perspective, things look good. I think last year, you just got to throw whatever they were out the window. Deshaun being suspended. He he didn't even get to work with the offense uh, until, what, was it week four or five?
1: yeah and i mean he didn't play until later than
0: that i thought yeah so. no do i think he suspended six games Eleven. he got to like finally oh was it i thought it was, finally, oh, was, it? So, thought it was a, maybe not i might i don't crazy, remember either i mean
1: <laughs> i don't
0: fucking remember those things that easily but i don't remember what he was suspended a while i don't think he got to yep. i don't think he got to practice with them for quite some time so when he got mm-hmm. in obviously it was going to be rusty yep i, I gave their off-season gray a b minus sorry go
1: Nope, you're good. I, I also gave them a B minus, but it was a little bit higher because to me the most notable offseason addition is Deshaun Watson. Um, we just kind of talked about it because I think to me like you didn't get a lot of him last year, and so this is the first year you are going to have Deshaun from day one. I get all the all the things aside, everything that's happened. The dude is a big talent, and he showed out in Houston when he played there, led him to the playoffs. Um, and so getting a full season under his belt with this roster and the talent that he has around him in Cleveland, um, like you said, the record that happened last year, you can throw that out the window. Because even even if they replicate that record, it is not because of the team they had last year. Because this is
0: a totally different team with Sean. Yeah. I mean, a full training camp, full preseason, everything. Like, he gets to actually learn the – like, well, I'm pretty sure – I mean, I'm sure he got to learn the offense a little bit, but – As far as working with him, not a whole lot, and then he was just thrown into the mix. Now, granted, he'd probably be succeeding a lot more with the Texans because that division is just not as strong. Like He's going to be playing some top-tier talent. With that being said, this team won seven games last year. They managed to win seven games, which – I mean, I feel like it's a win given their circumstances. Yeah, you could say, "Oh, we got Deshaun Watson." We only won seven games. Uh, I think this year will be a heck of a lot better. What the fuck? Yep. Um. So, with that being said, i will been seeing that a lot tonight. You are. I had them. Way. I had them at ten and seven heading okay. into this season. Okay. Um.
1: Let's- so we talked about the Bengals splitting their first two of the season. I think the Browns could split the first two of their season as well. They've got the Bengals and the Steelers as their first two games of the season. Um, Steelers on the road and Bengals at home. So you give them one of those wins. I think they could also lose both. I mean, that's tough. You get the Bengals at home, but then you get the
0: Steelers on the road. So uh, yeah, I flip flop it. I'd much rather take, you know, getting the Steelers at home to start. But either way, we'll give them one and one. Uh, I think they ultimately beat the Titans. We gave them the Ravens win whenever we went through the Ravens schedule. So right now they're three and one. Uh, I think they start off hot. They got a pretty easy schedule a little bit after this. So give them a win against the Niners um, at home. Well. You skip Titans Titan. and Ravens. Oh, I guess I, I must have cut out. Uh, I gave so yeah we I gave them the Titans and then we gave them okay. the Ravens game when we went through it so yeah went through the Ravens schedule so then I'll give them they have bye week which is weird five week five bye week kind of sucks for them yep yep down the stretch if they have some tough games you might want to take that in consideration um, give them a win against the Niners in week six that early on uh, a win on the road against the Colts I know we're giving everyone a win against the Colts but. you you yeah, kind of got to see it. Give it a loss against Seahawks on the road. Yeah, I
1: think Um, I was kind of thinking back on the uh, the Colts game. I think that could be one of those games, those sneaky games that the Browns end up losing um, home game for the Colts early in the season. Maybe Anthony Richardson shows out. I don't know, because like you said, we're giving everybody a loss to the Colts, um, but I think they'll, lose one of those games against the Seahawks and the Colts, and they'll win the other. That's where I'm at with that.
0: Okay. We'll split them out. Uh, Give them a win at home against the Cardinals. A loss on the road against the Ravens. Win at home against the Steelers. What do you think about this Browns game on the road, week 12?
1: Sorry, who do they play week 12? I had to put my schedule down because I keep cutting out, and I think it's because I have my shit open.
0: (laughs) The Browns week 12. Or I'm sorry. The, Brown- yeah, the Broncos ooh, ooh. week 12. <laughs> <laughs> Who are I'm, you fucking now?
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure last week I gave them a law, or a win, sorry, because I am still not very high on the Broncos.
0: So, like I'm just I agree. Yeah, I think it's a win I'll, personally. I'll give them a, and then I'll give them a win against the Rams because again, we don't believe they're that strong. But We'll take things, we'll even them out. We'll give them a loss against the Jags at home. Give them a win against yeah. the Bears at home. Okay. Yep. We'll give them a win against the Texans. Yeah. What about week 17 against the New York Jets?
1: Well, that's so I'll, I'll throw up a question mark on this one. I know we have to make a decision, but I'll throw up a question mark on this one because how checked out is Aaron Rodgers going to be? are they, are they going to be in playoff contention and he's like fighting for his life or are they going to be out of playoff contention? And he's like, I don't give a fuck about this team. I'm going to retire this year.
0: So well, we'll skip to the next week and we'll give them a loss <laughs> on the road against the Bengals that puts him at 10 and six. So this game's kind of pivotal.
1: Yep. I mean, yeah, I had, them at, what, that I had them, them at 10 and seven. The yeah. I mean, they, we can call it a loss because they're on the road. It is a it is a better Jets team. It is Aaron Rodgers, but they're at home. A lot of it's gonna... oh, you said they're at home. Sorry, I thought you said the Jets were at home. Um, man, that makes that a lot tougher. I think we could. I think you could almost call it a loss because I think ten and eleven, ten or eleven wins is is right
0: we'll sk- in a sweet spot for the Browns. We'll call it a loss and say we could have gotten another one. You know, kind of wrong along the way, maybe. So we gave him yeah. ten and seven. I think that I I don't think that they should lose or win any less games than nine. Mm-mm. I really don't. Is it eight and a half? It is nine and a half. Ah, damn it. I was really plus is like half. Cause... Plus one fifteen Is the over.
1: I mean, it'd be fun to take it for some value. Like, I think I would, uh, I think I'd be willing to take it maybe as just like a single bet and then just kind of ride it, maybe put like 50 bucks on it. Hope it hits at the end of the season. I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd parlay this with any other division winners or not. Sorry. Over under and wins.
0: Yeah, this, uh, it's tough. This, this whole division, like we're riding, like we were very, we were on the half except for the Ravens, which theirs was minus minus one seventy at over nine and a half. But at every other one, we're like, we gave him the win over of what the half mark was. So I don't yeah. love it. Not a lot of value in any of these t- team totals. So maybe you just don't take anything. Uh, division yeah. awards. So we're again, last week we did MVP breakout player rookie of the year. Who yep. is your MVP?
1: I mean, this one, I, I feel like I'm cheating, but this one's like a no brainer to me. I think it's Joe Burrow um, has it's, been to me for the last couple of years. So
0: I typed out Joe Burrow and then I rescinded it. Because okay. I put, I think, actually, the best player in this division, Nick Chubb.
1: Oh, you're right. I mean, I'm not going to change my answer, but dude, dude is probably the best player in the division. I mean, he's the heart. A, you know, talent I, I think
0: he is the best running back in the NFL. Can't, um, there's not really any change in my mind. I really do, talent wise. Yeah. Uh, he's more talented than Derrick Henry. If he had Derrick Henry's size, he would put the Derrick Henry now to shame. Um, but he's the heart and soul of the team. Like if, if the Browns are gonna have any success, like if Sean Watson's gonna do good, a lot of it is like supplementary, sup, what is the word I'm looking for? Stop. Like <laughs> supplemental for. to Nick Chubb. Like Nick Chubb is gonna like pretty much like he's gonna feed off of what he does for him catches the ball. He does everything else. He's going to have like a 12 carry game for 99 yards and two touchdowns. That's what he does. So, all right. Breakout player of the year from this division. You might hate me
1: and it's okay if you do, but I think breakout player in this division this year is Elijah Moore. And this is why dude was on the jets team. Did not want to be there. They did not throw the ball to him. He hated the quarterbacks he played with. He wanted out of that system. Now he gets to get catch balls from Deshaun Watson. Um, that receiving group outside of like Amari Cooper is not super deep, and Amari Cooper is getting older. Um, I think this is Elijah Moore's chance to to show that he is talented, um, which he did not get to do with the Jets, or at least you know he didn't do. I should say he got his opportunities. Um, but I, I do think that he's gonna have a solid season with the Browns, and I'm kind of excited to see what happens with that. I'm not a huge Elijah Moore fan, but I think that this could be a year for him to prove himself.
0: Okay. well, one of us is gonna be right because I had his counterpart, Donovan People's Jones.
1: Ooh, good pick as well though. I, um, I think I think they could both go off,
0: but yeah, I mean, last year you could say that he you know did pretty damn well. He had eight hundred and thirty nine yards, but only had three touchdowns. Um, I think he explodes more onto the scene. With Elijah Moore taking up more eyes on like opposing defenses, you got him, you got Amari Cooper, you got David Njoku, you got Nick Chubb. I think it kind of frees him up a little bit. They're not going to be – put because if if I'm a defensive coordinator, I might be putting more people on Elijah Moore than I am on Donald Peoples-Jones. That's how it is. With having Deshaun Watson full year under the helm, and he had 839 yards and three touchdowns last year, I think he's pretty primed for success or hell, maybe the whole offense. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jesus. All right. Rookie of the year. Not a whole lot to pick from in this division.
1: No. And I think we might have the same answer. What is your rookie of the year?
0: I'm gonna go. I hate it. Uh But I'm gonna cause I hate picking this position as rookie of the year, but I'm gonna go Joey, Joey Porter jr. Oh, we do not. then. Okay. Okay. Um, um I just nice. love, I loved him in the draft. I think he was one of the, one of the better corners outside of, you know, Christian Gonzalez and uh, Devon, Devon, Devon Witherspoon, however you want to say it um, with the veteran talent surrounding him in this defense, in the Steelers, like he's got me, Fitzpatrick. it's uh, I can't think of the other guys off the top of my head, but it's okay. when I was looking at the, cause I don't have their depth chart pulled up in front of me, but when I was looking at the depth chart, I was like, okay, this dude's going to come in and, excel pretty quickly yep we'll see he um, could get
1: burnt <laughs> yeah no i think i think that's a good pick though and like you talked about hayden picking that position i'm gonna pick not the same position but a similar and i'm gonna go jordan battle um just because i think of the opportunity that he's gonna get um you like you said the the rookie draft class is not wasn't super high to pick from in this division specifically um but the opportunity that jordan battle is gonna get in that secondary for the Bengals. Um, I, with the amount of pieces that they lost to, I think he can jump right in there. Um, so we'll see. I, I don't have any other reason outside of not a lot to choose from, and I think he'll get the most opportunity. But um, if he shows out, I think that he could end up being that Rookie of the Year in this division.
0: All right. I like it. All right. <laughs> we're kicking it off. Cut that close, we need them. we're talking. Uh, cut Sorry. that close. I, I was telling...
1: Travis, how much I hate Jojo Romero and the fact that the Cardinals are about to lose. And if you're listening to this to tomorrow and we won, don't listen to what Fuck I said. Off.
0: We are good. We're, <laughs> hey, the two drunk brothers curse. So the Cardinals are losing this game for sure. Um, yes. <clears throat> NFC North. Let's kick it off with the team that won the NFC North last year with the Minnesota Vikings. Hey, you and Jared were both low on them. Uh, I said they were going to be pretty. I think I predicted them to win the division. Jared got mad because he said, no you way, didn't. no way. So here we go. But subtractions, key subtractions. They lost Patrick Peterson, uh, which we've already said once tonight. Dalvin Tomlinson, which was also already said once tonight. And Adam Thielen. Uh, They added, though, Byron Murphy, corner, Marcus Davenport, defensive end, Dean Lowry, defensive end. And in the draft, the only notable name uh, that I really saw was Jordan Addison, their first-round pick wide receiver at USC. I think that they lost some big-name value, uh, obviously, Peterson, Tomlinson, Thielen, but they also added some big names. Murphy, Davenport, uh, Jordan Addison was one of the bigger wide receivers, so pretty much kind of offset that slot role that Thielen took in. Um, But this isn't a team where I look at the offensive depth chart. And I love it because I there's one shining star that stands out to me. And you could look at him as interchangeable. But I hate Alexander Madison taking over Dalvin Cook's role.
1: I do, too, because I think that he was good as a backup. I don't think he's going to be good as a starter. And now he is that guy. And so if you put him in every down role, and that's pretty much what he's going to be. I, I don't, I don't love it. He's not a huge guy, if I remember correctly,
0: right? Like he's pretty small. Um, I mean, he literally looks like Dalvin Cook. I think he might be. Don't I could be wrong again. He might be a little bit slimmer, but they literally yep. have the exact same build. But I mean, obviously he's less talented because you're not going to match the talent of Dalvin Cook. No. Yep. And so I, I just
1: don't love it. I. And if this if this offense ends up being pass heavy, no shade to Kirk Cousins, but I don't think you can just rely on Kirk as the guy who's throwing the ball 35, 40 times a game, even with Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison at his disposal. I just, I don't know if I like it. I don't. And TJ yeah. Hawkinson, though. Shit. I forgot about him.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I mean, he's going to get his targets, that's for sure. Um, I
1: just, put your phone. I, somewhere I
0: don't. Now. Oh shit! Sorry. He's gonna get his <laughs> targets. That's for sure. Was, every time I put my phone next to like my charger and stuff, it just starts going bananas. Yep. Like my mind does too. Do. Um, in my mic. But either way, I mean, this isn't a team that I see running away with the division like they did last year. I feel like this is going to be a pretty competitive division. Um, and I th- a couple teams I think might have the same record. So, uh, if you didn't do yep, my- Go ahead. Go ahead. So if you didn't do your records, that's what we were going to roll into. Oh, did did we give our off-season grades?
1: We did not. um, But I didn't love it. So my off-season grade was like a a B-ish.
0: Mine was a B, just because I think that that some bigger names. Yeah, I think so. I mean, if they didn't add him, then... Looking a little rough, but I did like that. So let's roll into their record predictor. I'm ready. Just one second. Yeah, I hear a little shitball storm back there. (laughs) I had to remove her from the scene. Um, But we're (laughs) back. So, uh, week one, this is a tough game uh, at home against the Bucs. I, the Bucks are a question mark for me this year till we do their division because I don't know. I haven't looked into mm-hmm. them a whole lot. So I'll give them the win just because they're at home. Yep. Uh, on the road against the Eagles, obviously a loss. At home against it's, the Chargers, loss. I was just saying
1: it's prime time <laughs>
0: with that Eagles yeah. game. So Kirk ain't showing out. Home against the Chargers, loss. Loss. Uh, one two. I'll, give them a, I'll give them a win on the road against the Panthers because – You just never know there. A lot of of new pieces. Two and two. Lost at home against the Chiefs. Two and three. I'll give him a loss on the road against the Bears. I think so too. Call it two and four. Don't give him a win at home against the Niners. Yep. Three and four. A loss on the road against the Packers. Three and five. A win on the road against the Falcons. Four and five. I think they could beat win. The Saints at home. Yep. I was going to win at home against the Saints. I'll, I'm going to give them a loss at mile high. I did last week. So Yeah, so I'll give them a loss there. Then turn around, split with the Bears, beat him at home. Yep. Uh, give them a, I'll, I'm giving them a win on the road against the Raiders. Yep. Loss against the Bengals on the road. Yep. Giving them the win at home against the Lions. Yep. The win at home against the Packers, yep, and the loss on the road against the Lions,
1: which puts them at eight and nine,
0: I believe. Nine and eight, nine and eight.
1: Sorry, nine and eight,
0: nine and eight. Which is exactly what I have. And so when we when I ran through that schedule earlier, I had the exact same outcome. So, what do you think their win total is at? Since we both had the same thing
1: in this division, call it nine and a half.
0: Let me load up this piece of shit after real quick. <laughs> I swear all betting are garbage.
1: Yeah, while you load it up, it's just the thing for me is, is this this might even feel high. The nine and eight might feel high because they were what 13 and 4 last year, but they had a negative point differential. They had like eight one run victories. I just I'm not a believer in this team, even run. with the offensive count that they have.
0: One run victories.
1: You know what I meant. One one score <laughs> victory. I'm watching baseball uh, right now.
0: Uh, the the over under is eight and a half. So again, right oh on the god. half over.
1: Um, while you while you uh, ponder that for a second, I just spilled wine all over my fucking computer. <laughs> Don't even know
0: how that happened. I'm gonna wipe it off with this pillow. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Don't talk to us. <laughs> Well, it's the same thing as Jared said last weekend. Now it's all over the internet.
1: <laughs> Guys, I just broke my computer. I, I just tapped it you know really hard with my knuckles.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was trying to get it to come back on. Um, uh,
1: over yeah under no eight I, and I, half, th- this entire I go night over. has been I, but I feel like this entire night has been stay away from these over unders for this for both of these divisions so far. The next three might change our minds, but I don't know how I feel. Yeah,
0: I I, th- I like that over though. I don't think they're going to go eight and nine. I really don't.
1: You wouldn't think really the Nobody. regressing five games is kind of
0: ridiculous. Yeah, so that's I'll a give lot. you that. So, especially in this division, not that it's easy. But I and I said they could beat the shit out of each other. But I mean, they could very well split. I don't think they're going to go under five hundred, but they could very well go like I mean, they could go five and one. Yeah, so you never know. Um, let's go on into the next team, the Detroit Lions. Key subtractions. Only I only saw one Jamal Williams, running back, uh, and then the key additions. We got to get them out. So we got C.J. Gardner Johnson, corner. Cam Sutton, corner. Dave Montgomery, running back. And then the draft. They got Jameer Gibbs, running back out of Bama. Jack Campbell. Throw up my mouth that pick linebacker out of Iowa. Sam Laporta throw up my mouth that pick tight end out of <laughs> Iowa. And then Brian Branch safety out of Bama. I'll go ahead, uh, just roll into my all season notes. I don't think the defense is anything to brag about. Um, they added TJ Garner Johnson, decent piece. Cam Sutton's okay. Uh, Brian Branch not going to come in and make an immediate impact, but again, defense could be better. Tight end position, I mean, not amazing. I think it's uh, – what's his name? Brock Wright and Sam Laporta. I hated the Jameer Gibbs pick because I didn't think they needed it. They went offense heavy in the offseason. I don't think they addressed some of the holes on defense they had. Uh, so I didn't love it. I gave him a C.
1: Okay. Um, I mean, I'm not upset about it. Also, by the way, Nolan Arnott just had a walk-off 3 year home run, and it was amazing. Um, <laughs> nice. Hey, two brothers copy. curse. Yep. Um, Packers are going to lose the division. I just want to say that right now <laughs> <laughs> for, for the curse. Um, I don't hate that you gave them a C. I think the amount of pieces that they added kind of helped their offseason grade. I don't know why they're so quantity over quality. Yeah, the, a little bit with this team because I think they needed a little more depth. Um, and I'm also like, why do they hate um and now i'm blanking on his fucking name of course uh, deandre swift why do they hate deandre swift so much i don't know i get that he hasn't been super healthy um but they added some really good running back talent in david montgomery and jameer gibbs even if they did reach for that jameer gibbs pick um i'm very upset that they got brian branch because the packers traded that pick to them for them to get him and they needed safety help um so kind of upset that the packers didn't get brian branch when he was literally on the board in front of their face and they traded the pick away But, um, with that being said, I gave them a B minus, so a little bit higher of a grade again, quantity over quality, but you still can't grade it too much higher because of that. Um, I think the offense did improve with those pieces in the backfield. Now they just have like a three headed, I wouldn't call it a monster, a three headed fucking that dog from Harry Potter. Um, (laughs) that's, that's what it is. Um, and again, this this offense is going to rely a lot on Jared Goff. And I I mean, he was fine last year, right? But we'll see what happens this year. Um, but I do like this team a lot. I, I Again, they're, like you said, their defense isn't nothing to write home about, but I think that they have the pieces there to win this division. And that's what I want to emphasize because we talked about it earlier. None of these teams in this division are going to make any noise in the playoffs. To me, though, this is a very good team to win the NFC North.
0: Yeah. Um, again, it, I don't know, like I don't want to get too high on them and them absolutely shit themselves because yeah. I think that is possible. Um, uh, so I'm going with just completely average. I think they're going to be a good team. They're still kind of a question mark to me. Um, uh, We don't know what their running back, what their backfield is going to be like. Again, they do have David Montgomery, who's a great piece. But then again, they went and drafted Jameer Gibbs, where it's like, what are they going to do? Are they going to split their carries? Um, Because right now they have Gibbs listed as the RB1, which is kind of weird to me. Um, I, before we dive into their uh, record prediction, had them tying with the Vikings. So I had them also at 9 and 8. Okay, so well they're losing week let's one. Let's dive into <laughs> it. Um, they're losing week one. Yeah, they get a pretty shit. They actually have a couple
1: Thursday weeks, night. Season Thursday over against, against the defending champions.
0: champions. Yeah, no yeah, shot. I mean, it so, could be a great game if they walk well. Yeah, you in there. I mean, crazy. True. Um, I'll give them week two at against the Seahawks, um, and week three at home against the Falcons. But call me crazy. Uh, a division rival. I'm going to give. I'm going to give him a loss on the road against the Packers.
1: And it's a Thursday night game too. Um, I think that could be in Lambeau. Might might be a tough game for him. So
0: I'll give him the win at home against the Panthers. Um, okay. But then I'm going to go out. So I'm going to turn around. And give him a loss on the road against the Bucks. Okay. Win or loss on the road against the. Yep. Ravens. the Ravens and then they win go heading into the bye week against the Raiders at home. Got the bye week, giving them a loss on the road
1: against the Chargers. See, this is a uh, this is a trap game for me. I do agree. I think they lose it, but coming off a of bye week, you have that time to travel. It could be one of those winnable games.
0: Um, it was a home game. I love it. Road game, yep. I, I don't love it, especially in the NFL. Um, then I gave them a win at home against the Bears and a win at home against the Packers. Yep. So right now, we have one game kind of up in the air against the Chargers. Uh, I give him a loss on the road against the Saints. Loss on the road against the Bears. Okay. Uh, win at home against the Broncos. I like that. Loss on the road. Loss on it against the Vikings. Loss on the road against the Cowboys. Win at home against the Vikings.
1: I also, really fast, because I just noticed this. I love that they put on the schedule now that those are potential flex games. So like that Broncos Lions game could be played on Saturday or Sunday, which I think is nice to know way ahead of time. Um, just because, you know, it, it could be something that could be moved, um, which is kind of cool, but I just want to throw that
0: in Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> The the problem lies is the swing game because we had them at eight and nine, could be nine and eight. I really I don't see them getting to ten wins. I think
1: the the way they get to ten That's wins their ceiling. is because of this division. And it's because they could end up sweeping somebody like the Bears or the Vikings or the Packers. It's not gonna happen all three, but one of those one of those division rivals. Could end up being a sweep instead of a, a split, because I don't think we had them losing both to either to any of those teams. So they definitely were one and one with I think all three.
0: But yeah, anything's possible. Yeah, their their division games were we had them going three and three in the division. Yep. So I think with that what was the win total with. the win total for the Detroit Lions. I want to get eight, eight nine eight nine nine and eight it is
1: nine half i kind of like that under as much as i love the lions because we just ran through that schedule right maybe i was too high on the lions just you know blindly going into it um and also we have I mean, nine- number two they they don't have two of
0: their wide receivers for the first six games because of the the betting shit so uh, yeah, I mean, I would I would lean the under initially, and then you also add to the fact that kind of high on them running through their schedule, and we still had them at eight, nine, nine, and eight, uh, which would get both of those would hit under. The under nine and a half is plus a hundred. Wow! So Vegas is really high on Detroit this year. That's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Hey. So.
1: I don't hate there it. There he goes.
0: That might be the best the best one of the night, of the team that we thought <laughs> would surprise people. Um, yep. All right. Let's roll in to Ethan's. Shit. Let's roll in to Ethan's Green Bay Packers. Key subtractions. Obviously, we got Aaron Rodgers, Alan Lazard, who Ethan's been high on for the last 19,000 years, <laughs> um, and Robert Tanyan. And then Addition's. Uh, I don't know either of these guys. Keyshawn Nixon, defensive back slash kick returner. Tarvarius Moore, safety. And then in the draft they got Lucas Van Ness, defensive end out of Iowa. Luke Musgrave, tight end out of Oregon State. Those are the two key ones. Didn't love either of those picks. I hated the Lucas Van Ness pick when they picked him. Um, my thoughts on their off season. They replaced the missing tight end, I suppose. If Luke Musgrave's your guy, he is their starting tight end going into the year. Um, obviously, a big downgrade at quarterback. Big question mark with Jordan Love over Aaron Rodgers. And the wide receiver room is absolutely depleted. Depleted. I think that their offseason grade, I gave them. And this is a generous C-. I think
1: you're a little lower on the Packers than you should be. And this is even with me being biased. I'm not uh, even.
0: This is, uh, this is just complete honesty.
1: Yeah, no, I, and I I respect that. Like I'm not gonna say you're wrong because they might go out and be four and thirteen this year. Um, I mean and I wouldn't be surprised if they were. Now I will tell you off the bat, Keyshawn Nixon is a returning um free agent signee. So he was their kick returner in safety last year. Um I don't know why was, they that an addition. Yeah, no idea. Um but they didn't make a whole lot of free agent additions, which I think really hurts their grade. So like, I mean, I'll come out and say it. I only gave them a B minus. And again, that's me being generous as a fan. Right. Um, so, but I actually, I hated the Lucas Van Ness pick when he, they first did it, but I've grown on it because it was, it was a position, a position that they needed.
0: Well, my you issue to, is, cause he ain't gonna fucking take it back now.
1: Well, my <laughs> issue is, is that, and as much of, as it was also a position of need is that we took two tight ends with our first four picks. um, luke musgrave might turn out to be really good tucker craft might turn out to be really good um you missed the Jaden reed addition which i do think is important um in the draft because now that wide receiver room is three guys who are either on their second year or a rookie um so depleted yes but i think that young talent also yes it is going to be a rebuild year for the Packers. it's um that's that's it's no tough rule. to put
0: Young talent with a first-year quarterback is the thing. Correct. You know, if you're adding yeah. young talent with Patrick Mahomes and you know Joe Burrow and you know those types of guys. Like, yeah, yeah it's a, you're going to no, get a little I, I bit better you. production. And that's why I'm saying like
1: it's it's going to be a rebuild year, but I I think that. The draft was nice because you you put the pieces around Jordan Love to be successful if he is still there in two to three years. Not not this year. You build this year. Hopefully you get some pieces in the draft this offseason and maybe you sign some veteran guys this offseason when maybe you free up some cap space. I mean, you just freed up some cap space by getting rid of Aaron Rodgers, which was, in my opinion, the best move they made this offseason. I love Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he was a staple of our franchise for forever. Um, but it's time to go, and we were paying the dude fifty million dollars to not want to be there. And so I was, I was happy when he left because you need to go through a rebuild year. This is the year to do it. Um, see what Jordan Love has. If he doesn't have it, and you suck, go get one of these up and coming guys in the draft this year, which is supposed to be a better quarterback draft class than this past year. We'll see if that's true. But um, why not? Why not just throw it out on the field, see what happens we'll see
0: and we will see indeed because we are going to run into the record prediction and i'm going to have ethan tell me his thoughts and then i will hop in with games that i think could swing the other way so let's go for it
1: sure and i'll try to be as honest as i can be <laughs> as a fan knowing that i'm probably going to pick some wins that maybe aren't going to be wins um week one though Hurts is, like, the most difficult to me because it's on the road against the Bears. But I think the Bears are going to be awful again. Um, So I'm going to give them a win on the road against the Bears week one. I am going to give them a loss in Atlanta week two. Okay, well, then never mind. So (laughs) one-on-one. All Um, right, I think that that's going to be one of those games. It's their first – it's Jordan Love's, well, second road game, I guess. But out of the division, you've got two road games back-to-back. He's going to lose one of them. He'll lose one of them. Um, I'm going to give him a loss to the saints at home. Okay. I am. I right. think a lot of pressure right. on Jordan love to be at home. First home game as the true starter, um, loss to the lions at home. I think that, uh, this is where it gets tough for me, man. Cause then you play back to back games in the AFC West against the Raiders and the Broncos. I think they could split those. I'll be generous and split those games. Um, so that puts them right now at two and four, two and four. Going into the Vikings game at home, I I like three. Yep, Uh, Oh, three and three. No, two two and and four. four, You're right. You're right. I do like them to split against the the Vikings. um, So they're going to win this one. So put them at three and four. Um, I think they beat the Rams on the road or at home because I don't like this Rams team this year. I said it last week. Um, I think they lose to the Steelers on the road. So that puts them at four and five. Um, They lose to the Chargers at home, four and six. I think they lose to the Lions on the road. See, I have the Lions sweeping them. We had them splitting when we just talked about the Lions. I have the Lions sweeping them. So we're going four and six, four and seven, losing to the Chiefs. Um, I'm going to give them a win against the Giants, five and seven. I think they – this is a tough game for me, the Bucks. I think it really just depends on what Baker Mayfield looks like. Um, it is also a home game in Lambeau in December for a team that
0: plays in Florida. Um, well, so they split against the Bucs and Panthers coming up. Sure.
1: I like and This that, will even us out as to three.
0: where I was at, because I was one when they had you. This will even us out with splitting. Yep.
1: Uh, they lose to the Vikings on the road, um, and then I think that they could end up beating the Bears at home, but I had them beating them on the road week one. They seven and ten. They cap in their season. They cap in their season with the Bears, which is crazy. First week, 18th week. Um,
0: so seven we both and ten. Had them at, we both had them at seven and ten. Guess they're over-under, sir.
1: Six and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. So Vegas. I think seven.
0: Against. I think, uh, I mean, if Jordan Love just plays like. Oh, he'll have to be football,
1: this, the third coming of Brett Favre. He'll have to be Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. I was going to say, if Love,
0: Jordan Love plays like in a phenomenal year and doesn't, I mean, he can have a couple fuck up games here and there, but not a lot. Then they'll I would bet wins. that under. I yeah, would I bet that under. Under minus 105.
1: Yeah. I would bet that. So. I would parlay that under with some of the other ones we talked about
0: last week so there you go um let's throw one of the last division for get on that skedaddle on out of here for you guys let's go with the chicago bears da bears subtractions oh my gosh aliens are taking (laughs) over the broadcast um david montgomery obviously riley reef no connection to riley reed (laughs) um offensive tackle i don't even know who Uh, that is sorry yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Jesus. Um, additions, they added. is DJ Moore, for Maine Edmonds, Nate Davis, offensive lineman. Demarcus Walker, defensive end from the Titans. And then the draft, the only notable name really um, that could make an immediate impact, I think, was Darnell Wright. Uh, I think they got their number one wide receiver. Outside of that, they didn't do much else to help out. Um, they added Darnell Wright, which is a little bit of offensive line bolstering, but their offensive line was in a shitload of trouble. Backfield's disgusting to me. Um, they didn't get worse, but if, I mean, if, in terms of getting better, maybe a maybe a smidge. They added some good talent, which is why I gave them an offseason grade of a B.
1: Yep, I I had them at a B minus with the Packers as well. Um. Also, can we talk about for a second that for some reason the Packers are just like a feeder system to the rest of the division when it comes to fucking players because they gave them Robert Tunyon, they gave the Vikings Dean Lowry. Last year they gave the Vikings fucking um, Shannon Sullivan and fucking uh, Zedarius Smith among, I think, a couple other players. Yeah, it's like, hey, we're like, going to leave and just
0: go yeah. in division.
1: Yep, it's crazy. I, I like literally don't understand it. So Robert Tunyon also with the Bears too. Um, I, I liked a couple of their pickups this offseason, but you are not wrong. Their backfield is horrendous. Like, yeah, I, I, I like don't even it. know. It was
0: Dante Foreman,
1: yeah. Dante For- I And mean, get it, he looked good with the Panthers last year, but the dude is getting old, he's getting up there in years. So, Dante Foreman, Khalil
0: Herbert, Roshan Johnson, Travis. I mean, yeah, it's I think it's ugly. Herbert is gonna be their starter. I really do, but I don't like it either way. Dante Foreman's first on the on the depth chart as of right now, unless Khalil Herbert okay. gets it in, in. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably yeah. split. It's going to be as similar as the Lions backfield. Right. Um, I get you added your wide receiver one. DJ Moore was great in Tennessee. But you're also looking at a more traditional pocket passer. Ryan Tannehill throwing to him. Um, here you've got Justin Fields scrambles a lot. And on the contrary, you don't have many pieces to – like make him better. You have Darnell Moody, and then we saw what Chase Claypool was with him last year, which was shit. Yeah. Um are starting tight ends Cole Komet. So I also don't I know love you it.
1: said this. I was gonna say I know you said this by accident, but DJ Moore came from
0: Carolina, not Tennessee. Um <laughs> just so said, for everybody Tennessee? listening. Oh sorry, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> you did by accident. um yeah, he, but he still had a pocket passer thrown yep. to him in Tennessee. Yep. Or god damn it in Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said the, the blue team's throwing me off. My, it's been my a long thing night. is it will exactly my thing is
1: is is DJ Moore gonna re- really gonna change that wide receiving core so exponentially that it just puts them fucking on the pedestal of division winners? No. Yeah. Like ju- everybody's all for Justin Fields breakout year. Um I'm not, I think he's gonna His look a whole lot year like was he did last, year. last year. And and his breakout year was last year, and he looked horrendous as a passer. As a runner, dude was electric, and it'll probably be the same thing this year. But he could not hit his targets to save his life. He was one of the worst arms in the entire NFL from a statistical standpoint in terms of um, like accuracy, um, completion percentage, and it wasn't even just drop passes. The dude just could not find his guys. And he was one of the most protected. Everybody's like, oh, but he was always running around. No, he was he was one of the most protected quarterbacks in the NFL. He just chose to run out of the pocket and then to throw the ball, fucking God knows where.
0: So, well, you may not want to protect him. You might want to, you might want and rushing around and him running out of the pocket. That's probably the yeah, best to make it happen for him. Um, but let's do go ahead with the record prediction. Uh, I had them on the, before we run into this when I first did. it. I had them at eight and nine. So. Let's see what we end up with. Uh, week see. one,
1: they were what three and fourteen last year.
0: Uh, wasn't that bad? Yeah, I was okay. gonna say that's a big jump, but I'll, I'll hear you out. It. Let's hear it. Let's see. All right, so we'll have them splitting with the Packers uh, at home and the Bucks on the road. So we got yeah. one and one. Bet. Yep. Give them a loss against the Chiefs, one and two. I'll give them a loss against the Broncos, one and three. Give him a win against the commanders. Okay. Two and four or two and three. Short, short week, though, but I will I'll give you that because it's the commanders. Um we'll uh, we'll I, I didn't look at it this way, but we'll say we split these games. We get we do get two back to back road games. Uh Bears coming off a mini bye at home against the Vikings and then at home against the Raiders. We'll say we split them. Yay, okay. nay.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's fair because I'm,
0: I'm sure they'll lose one of those games. Okay, then we'll give them a loss on the road against the Chargers, give them a loss on the road against the Saints. I'll give them a win at home against the Panthers. Yep, another Thursday night game. Two Thursday night games for the Bears. Oh, yep, yeah. and then they get a Monday night game coming up here in two weeks because we give them a loss against the on the road against the Lions and a loss on the road against the Vikings. Uh, we had then, them split
1: with the Lions, so they'll win here.
0: Yeah, I was going to say. Then we got a Sunday, or obviously Sunday. We got a buy coming off a bye week against the Lions. We'll give them a win there. Then we give them a loss on the road against the Browns. I'll give them a win at home against the Cardinals because at that rate, Cardinal season might be a wash. I think the yeah. Falcons are going to be trash, so I'll give them a win there. Fair. And then I'll give them a loss on the road against the Packers. Okay. Ends up being, so sorry, 7 and 10, not 8 and 9. Yeah. I don't see them losing too many more games
1: I mean and that's fair like they they did improve and also their schedule is not hard um they being last in the yep. division they got, really they is get not a lot of other they get a lot of other last place teams in other divisions as a part of their schedule so you know getting to play some of those other teams I think helps um, well I'll tell you that division I split, being worse too
0: but I split the Vegas win totals with my two run through. It's seven and a half, of
1: course. Probably stay away from right. it. Um, yeah. I, I mean, personally the, like the under because I think that getting to eight wins after a three-win season is tough. Um, but yeah, I mean, but it'll it's be, be, close. be right around that. So, yep, yeah. it's something that it would be sweaty. Everything, under.
0: I think, everything we ran through the night is going to be pretty sweaty outside of the Ravens over nine and a half. That might be the best bet, but even then, you're getting at minus 170. Nothing that we talked about is guaranteed. I think we had like three that we really liked last week. Yep. None that I love this week. Yep. I did say that NBA I would parlay
1: players. the Packers under with some of those from last week, just because how young that roster is,
0: it's going to be tough to get to eight. Wins. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Let's so roll in with our division awards, and we're going to skedaddle on out of here, folks. MVP for this division. It's going to be tough to find one, but I have one. I have one as well,
1: but not for the reasons that you might think. Um, you my MVP, and because I looked at the V in it, the valuable portion of that MVP um, is Jared Goff, because if he's not good, that team sucks, and if he is good, that team's pretty decent. Um, and so he is the, in my opinion, the most valuable piece to the teams in this division. Because again, I'm high on the Lions, so if Jared Goff is good and if this team is going to be good he has to be good so that's that's kind of where i'm that's the the lens i looked at it through i'm not saying he's the best player in the division i just think he's going to end up being the most valuable for a team who has a chance to make the playoffs
0: okay um i also want value and not being a quarterback i think without this player this team mm, is maybe right at 500 or below justin jefferson uh i don't love i don't love the player uh, I don't know why I've never I mean I, I respect him for how good he is but I've never loved him as like a player and like oh my gosh you know fair fanboy over him but I wanted to give it to Amon-Ra but cuz I think he's the second best wide receiver in this division but again got to give it to the best player in terms of where he puts his team because Oh yeah when you look, <laughs> you look with that that team without him horrible
1: well, I was going to say the first person that came to my mind when I was looking at MVP was Justin Jefferson, but I really tried to. I didn't want to be super like because I think I've been vanilla with all of my other three. A wide receiver is not so super far. vanilla, though. Well, true, yeah, but I feel like like last week I went Patrick Mahomes and uh, I remember who I picked for the NFC, but it was it was vanilla. Um, and then it the was, well, North, I picked it was Joe Burrow, so
0: yeah, I picked uh, Nick Bosa. I you think. did, uh, yeah, yep. I don't know who you guys
1: Yeah. so like I wanted to be a little a little different. I know it's still a quarterback, but yeah. So either way, um, that's my MVP. All right, breakout player, you go ahead. Um, breakout player was super fucking tough for me, but um, I, I had to be biased with this one just because I couldn't think of another guy. Like to me, a Monroe kind of already broke out. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah, you look at guys like obviously Justin Jefferson, I think Jordan Addison could be a potential, but that's I'll save that for a second. Um <laughs> But my, my breakout player was Christian Watson because I think that he has to play next level for this team to do anything. So I think with Jordan Love um, trying to find himself, Christian Watson is going to be his go-to guy. It's not going to change the dynamic of that offense, but he could be a, an 1,000-yard receiver,
0: um, multiple no. touchdown type of guy. So I like that. Uh, I mean, I think he could be labeled as a breakout player. The only reason I didn't pick him is because I feel like he – in my, I mean, he broke out at the end of the year last year, but I do like yeah. that. That's just the reason that I didn't think about it whenever going through this. So I picked yep. different wide receiver in the division. Um, I picked K.J. Osborne. Um, mm. He's coming into a full-time starting role uh, for wide receiver on this team. Last year, he was kind of getting smothered up by Justin Jefferson, T.J. Hawkinson, Adam Thielen at the end of the year, but still managed to finish with 650 yards and five touchdowns with only kind of Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson competing. I get now you throw Jordan Addison in to the role, but KJ is a, he's coming into his third year now. I think he could finish, I mean, aggressively close to 900 yards and close to, you know, nine, 10 touchdowns this year.
1: Yep. And I will say too, that my breakout would have been Jamison Williams, but the dude got suspended. So right. Yeah. Can't,
0: can't really do a whole lot with that, but gonna break out of, uh, his DraftKings accounts what he's gonna do. <laughs> All right, rookie of the year. So you got Jordan
1: Addison. Sure do. Um, and it was it was like to me, I didn't really have anybody else who stood out to me to be a rookie of the year in this division. Um, could I have gone like Lucas Van Ness or Jaden Reed? But J- Jaden Reed's gonna be the third best wide receiver on his own team. Um, Lucas Van Ness, I don't know how big of an impact he's gonna make from day one. He might break out, but those were the names that I knew. The Bears didn't have anybody that just blew me away, um, or maybe I just didn't know them well enough. That's another thing about me is I'm like, I'm not super in depth with some of these rookies in some of these divisions. Um, yeah, so I mean again, the rookies right were,
0: there. yeah, the rookies were few and far between in this division. You pick, and it I would Jordan Addison or the guy that I'm about to pick, and I'll get shit sure for this because I needed to pick
1: Jameer Gibbs. It's,
0: it's Jameer Gibbs. Oh, and it's only for the fact that outside of Jordan Addison, there's no one else in this division. He's coming in. He's immediate starter. I, I, I mean, I'm sure he'll get probably 50-50 or 60-40% snap share, but there's not a whole lot of talent in the rookie de- like department of this division.
1: Yep. And that was the only reason I didn't pick him is because I didn't know what that backfield was going to look like because they have like a three-headed monster right now. Like I said, the three-headed Harry Potter dog. Um, but He's a good talent, and you're right. Like with the dude's speed and his ability, and if if they use him correctly, um, as long as he's the guy who's getting even even fifty to sixty percent of the touches, if he makes the most of it, yeah, he's he's going to be pretty damn good year
0: one. So for sure. All right. Well, that gets us halfway through the NFL. Um, Next week, I believe, if we keep the the clock turning, we're going to go. East. So we'll do ASC NFC East. Um, I think Jarrett will probably want to be on the East yep. division. We do. So it'll depend on his schedule. So it could be ASC NFC East could be uh, South depending on if he can make it or not, but either way uh, we'll turn up next week, my birthday week.
1: Hoo-hoo. Real fast. Also. Yes. Travis's birthday week is next week. <laughs> I don't get to move out for another month and I have to miss all of the fun festivities that are happening, <laughs> Um, but real fast. Um, just off the top of your dome really fast, based on what we've said, who are your four division winners that we've talked about so far? Just real, don't even have to think about it. Just right now, it can change.
0: But right now, who are your four division winners? Four division winners that we've talked about. It's got to be uh, the Chiefs. Yep. Seahawks. Yep. Those are my two easiest for me.
1: Um. AFC North is so tough.
0: Oh, AFC North, I'm gonna go Bengals. Um, NFC North, this is what's the toughest for me. I, I'm gonna repeat. (laughs) I've sound super vanilla here. I gotta go Vikings, just because they have they have the most talent. They do exactly. Like, I
1: I don't think I change a whole lot. I'm flip flopping on the AFC North with the Bengals and the Ravens, and I'm not a big. I don't love the Ravens. But something just tells me that this year Lamar finally got his contract that he's gonna he's gonna do something. We'll see. Um, Ooh, I do or love opposite the Rangers, he gets
0: but... the contract as shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> very true. So I like that though, because I'm thinking he that he has known the him shit himself. Our... <laughs> 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 um I was gonna say that after we do all of our divisions, it'll be fun to maybe put together just like a bullshit eight division winner parlay, just just for fun, just to see what happens. I like so.
0: it. I like it. We'll do it. Um, We'll join in. We'll put Jared in this, and we'll do it again next week and see what he says about the division winners. Fuck it. We'll run it back, and we'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. We'll see you next week. Another episode. Peace.